Welcome to this episode of the Greenville Oaks Message Broadcast. The mission of the Greenville Oaks Church of Christ is to inspire people to follow Jesus because we are convinced that following Jesus is the best way of life possible. Find out more about Greenville Oaks or connect with us online at greenvilleoaks.org. I really uh, enjoy the Mary Did You Know song. It's uh, one various ways I've had a chance to sing at places over the years. But it's just so sweet to think about the love of God that was demonstrated in his relationship with Mary and his relationship with Elizabeth. Because these two women uh, teach us a lot about the love of God. Uh, you know the story. We've told it a little bit. We tell it in little bits and pieces. But you know the story how Zechariah was in the temple. And the angel appeared to him and said, You're going to have a child. You and Elizabeth are going to be able to have a child. You've been trying for decades, but no blessing. Now comes the blessing. You will have a child. And... and Zechariah doesn't believe it much, and so he's put into a, a, a long silence. And Elizabeth soon finds herself to be pregnant with the one who will be John. And then you have this marvelous thing in the Gospel of Luke. You have this interesting way of telling time. You know about B.C. and A.D.? You know, there was the years B.C. And, and when they get to looking at it, it looks like Jesus may have been born in 4 B.C., which people scratch their heads. But, but in Luke, chapters 1 and 2, the timing is not B.C. and A.D. The timing is Elizabeth. The timing is Elizabeth because you have this Statement in verse 26 in Luke 1. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth. In the sixth month. In the sixth month of what? In the sixth month of Elizabeth. Elizabeth is the clock. And in the sixth month of Elizabeth, sixth month of her joy, in the sixth month of her being overwhelmed by the blessing of God, in the sixth month, Gabriel goes to Nazareth to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you're to give him the name Jesus. He will be great, and we be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How can this be? Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin. 
I always think a woman ought to read that. I think that sounds kind of odd as a baritone. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left. So, so now, this has moved into a delicate place. Because on the one hand, you have Elizabeth. And, and she has been living in the rich tradition of the barren woman like a Sarah, like Hannah, the woman who is living in God's purpose and a part of God's plan, but has no child. Elizabeth has been living in the pain of that. And some of you are in this room today, know the pain of that. Some of you do. Some of you do. But now she has found herself Greatly blessed. Greatly blessed. In fact, in just a moment, she's going to say, how can I be so favored as to have the mother of my Lord come to me? She's living in the day of the Lord's favor. Then suddenly, her relative, Mary, is in a radically different place. Because Mary is a young woman who's engaged to be married. And Mary is suddenly in a place where she is pregnant, she is not married, she is in a spot. And she has been chosen. But she has been chosen for a difficult place. She's going to have to have some kind of conversation with her folks. She's going to have to have some kind of conversation with Joseph. And, and Joseph is going to think about it, and Joseph is going to be kind enough and benevolent enough to decide to put her away quietly to let her go away quietly and not have her stoned to death as an adulteress. I don't know what Mary thought of that. Mary, there's good news. You're not being stoned. Joseph is thinking about putting you away quietly. There's no quietly, is there? There's no quietly. There are whispers. There are stories. There are things told around the well as the water's being drawn. There's no quietly. Quietly might be described as something that doesn't bother Joseph. In Matthew, you hear about the dream that Joseph has 
where the Lord appears, the angel appears, God tells him, don't put her away. The one she's carrying, the baby she has, is of God. Don't put her away. So Joseph kept the embarrassed woman. Everybody would think she would be. And so the love of God for Elizabeth puts her in a wonderful place. And the love of God puts Mary in a difficult place. But they get together. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's house and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And in a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed what the Lord has said to her and what will be accomplished. And then Mary offers this song of joy and thanksgiving that we heard read so well a while ago. These two women are on these remarkably different paths. Now, Elizabeth, being older, I think, and I want you to hear the I think, I think, I think, Zechariah and Elizabeth did not live to see the ministry of John. To tell you more, one of the things the Essenes did, this sect that lived out by the Dead Sea, one of the things that they did is they took the orphan children of priests, probably the boys, the orphan boys of priests, and raised them. They were sort of the orphan's home for the priests. And so it's not by accident probably that, that John knows about the wilderness. Was that maybe where he finished growing up? But Mary, but Mary is not going to die before she sees the ministry of Jesus. Mary is going to be torn by the ministry of Jesus. Uh, Mary is going to be the one who wonders, where is he when they're going home at 12 and comes back and finds him in the temple? Didn't I have to be about my father's business? Oh, I... Mary's the one who has to go to him at Cana and go, oh, their wine's gone. Probably the boys you brought helped drain the wine and you need to help us with that. Mary's the one, the Gospels say, at one point packs up all her kids and goes to where Jesus is teaching with the intention of bringing him home because they think he's nuts. I went to church today and the preacher said there were times that Mary thought Jesus was crazy. Yes, that's right. Having heard all the promises, got the word from Gabriel, still looking at what was going on, 
She went to take Jesus into maternal custody. And then Mary was there when Jesus was on trial. He was, she was there when He was led out of the city and mounted on the cross. Mary was there. With the other women, Mary was there. And she heard Jesus tell John to take care of her. The love of God, the love of God can be a great blessing. And the love of God can lead you into great trial. To be favored by God as Mary is favored by God, as Elizabeth is favored by God. To be favored by God is not to miss hard things in life. It can be to enjoy the richest and sweetest of times, but it also can be a time when you walk hard roads, you deal with difficult circumstances. There are times when your heart is so full, times when your heart is so broken. I've got some really good friends some are men, some are women, who've lived in love with their spouses, their husbands or wives, lived in that deep love, made that promise on that rich and glorious day of their wedding. And I promise, forsaking all others, to keep myself only for you for as long as we both shall live in good times and bad times and Pandemics we can't imagine. And I know some of them who have lived the sweetest times, but now their, their mate is dead or is in long-term care and can't remember. And suddenly the obligations and opportunities of love are not just sweet that lead to a party, that lead to a cake, that lead to driving down the driveway with tin cans behind the car. But now the obligations of love are tough and daily. And now the grief that comes from having lost the one you love is a daily grief, a pit that you get up every morning and you stare into Love takes us all kinds of places. But those are the places that God hopes that we will go. Not just to the places that are fun and, and frivolous. Not just to Christmas mornings and stockings to unload, but to the days that follow when the obligations of love are tougher. 
peace that we read in the communion service. And this is love, not that we love God, but that God loved us and gave His Son as the atoning sacrifice for our sins. God loved us out of His great loving heart, but He did the hard thing to show His love for us when He sent Jesus. So here's what I hope. I hope that today you will look at your life as a life in which you are living in the Lord's favor. That you have not been forgotten. You've not been put aside. You are living in the Lord's favor. You are living in the Lord God's love. And whatever you're doing, wherever you are in your life, wherever it's taken you, that is a place that you may enter as one who is beloved. Not abandoned. And if you are going to a marvelous and wonderful place, go as one favored by God. But if you're dealing with a difficult child, if you're in a difficult marriage, if you have a a troublesome job situation, then you are in that as one favored by God. But this is a hard time. It was not fun when the Lord told Joseph to pack up Mary and baby Jesus and go to Egypt. I would say something about how annoying it was when the drummer boy came by, but I can't find that in Scripture. It's not all easy, is it? But to have that sense about you at all times, God loves me. God loves me. Right now, right where I am, God loves me. And I want that to be true in the life of this church, too. This is not an abandoned church. And someday when you get a full-time preacher, uh, the FTP, then you'll be back in, in God's favor. I'm here now. I told you that sometimes you can be going through hard times in God's favor. This is a laboratory experiment. But this church is called together by God's love. This church is called together by God's favor. And when you think about what this ministry all together is capable of doing in this community and what you are capable of doing through your family, through your job, all of the places that this church extends, you are living in God's love. No one is abandoned. No one is forsaken. No one is lost. this morning, as we come to the end of these four Sundays of Advent, 
I don't know which one of these Sundays speaks to you most powerfully. My guess is hope, peace, joy, and love are all pretty important to you. But my guess is that one of those seems to jump out. Whichever one does, move toward it, rest in it, accept it as a part of God's favor. And I pray that God will bless all of us. Christ, we do all adore Thee, and we do praise Thee forever. Christ, we do all adore Thee, and we do praise Thee forever. For on the holy cross hast thou the world from sin redeemed. Christ, we do all adore thee, and we do praise thee forever. Go in peace. Have a Merry Christmas. Share the love of God. Thank you for listening to this message from the Greenville Oaks Message Broadcast. We hope this message helps you to inspire people to follow Jesus because you're convinced, like we are, that following Jesus is the best way of life possible. Connect with us on Twitter. You can find and follow us there at Greenville Oaks. Discover more about the Greenville Oaks Church online at greenvilleoaks.org.